Bibles to St. Matthew, St. <coughs> Matthew chapter 11, amen, St. Matthew chapter 11 and verse, we'll start with verse 28 and read on down to 30, amen, we want to talk about tonight in God's school, amen, that's an amen, the, the title of the message, in God's school. Amen. That's what we are in. We're in God's school. Amen. We're learning all the time. Amen. When God feels like you have learned enough, amen, he'll just take you on to be with him. Amen. You've learned all you can learn down here. You're just going in the presence of the Lord. But while we're down here, we are learning. Amen. Learning God's ways. Amen. And I believe that from one year to the other, God wants us to be better people. I don't believe he wants us to continue on, amen, whatever we had going on in 2020. I don't believe he wants us to keep take that to 21. I believe if you know, whatever he is perfecting us in, he wants us to grow, amen. God don't want the same pattern over and over again, taking it from one year to the other. And that's a lot what people do all the time. They don't make any changes. They just, if they don't, prayer life is nowhere. It stays that way. It don't get nowhere in the next year. And they don't uh, get closer to God. They stay right where they are. God wants you to move on. Wants you to grow up and mature. Amen. I know God, that's the way he deals with me. Even though I'm a, I'm a pastor, but God requires certain things out of me. And you can know when God's pushing on you because he pushes you in a different direction that you're going. Amen. Some things are not, maybe won't be good for you. Some people are not good for you. And things are not good for you. It'll just procrastinate you and throw you back. So God will push you away from all that. A lot of times we like spring back to it because it's a comfort zone. And it makes us happy. But everything that makes your flesh happy, God's not satisfied with it. Amen. So he wants you to grow. He wants you to mature. Because if you don't grow or mature, you cannot help other people come into the kingdom. Amen. Uh, and that, if that requires you have to walk alone. Sometimes you have to walk alone. And it's a lonely road sometimes. We, you can tell when you're doing something public, you, we pleasing God because you don't have all that interaction around you. And sometimes people like they, you know, like, I did nothing. Why they push themselves away from me, whatever. You're not trying to do anything. God's doing it. He's, he's doing it because he knows those things will keep you from be developing and growing in God. And you'll be in the same rut that you was in in 20. God wants you to move on. Because it's going to require more strength out of you. you is, in the time we live in, you're going to have to have more wisdom and, and know God's ways to get to, through this, what we're going through down here. So you're going to have to be mature men, mature women. Amen. God's pushing us on. So I just titled this message in God's school. Amen. And that's what you have to know that you're in God's school. When you're in God's school, also, you just not in school. You, you participate in school. You, you study the word of God. It's like you do in the natural. You go to school, you study in your books. You study in your books. You listen to what the teacher say. You study in your books. You don't do, you have a time where you do your other a, a, a recreation thing. But when it's time to study, you study and get in God's word. You study and do those things. You apply yourself to the things of God. If you do not apply yourself to the things of God, you will not grow. And you will not develop. You have to, on purpose, 
pray. You have to on purpose get in the word. You have to on purpose do these things if you want to grow and mature in God. Now, if you don't, you'll start picking up stuff from, from the world. you start picking up things that other people have. And then you, as soon as the trial or test come your way, you will not be able to pass it. Because you have not studied like diligently like you need to do all the time. So we're, you will always, you and I will always be in God's school, like I said, until he feel like we have had enough schooling and we have attained what we need to attain. And then it might be, he might be your time and not my time to, to go. But while you're down here, he's going to be doing things with you. You're going to be in God's school. Amen. All right, boy, as you turn to the uh, book of Matthew, chapter 11, and verse 28 to 29. We're going 30th, I'm saying. We're going to read. It says, Come unto me, all ye that are labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. I'm going to go back uh, up at the top of the first verse, 11th chapter, verse 28. It says, Come unto me, all ye that are labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. The Lord is saying, Come unto me. He didn't say come unto nobody else, but he said come unto me. He said, all ye that are labored, all ye that are, are labor means to toil, to struggle, to work hard, mentally or physically. And we're really talking about f f uh, uh, mentally and spiritually. We're talking about that because you can go lay your body down when you're tired. But we're talking about a mental stress, mental strain. Uh, it says labor is to toil, to struggle, work hard, exhaustion, mentally stressed out. He said, come unto me. Most people don't come going to the Lord. Come unto the Lord. They go into other people and other things. Amen. Telling somebody all about your problems, every little mimic thing that you're going through, they are not God. They cannot fix it. They can't fix their own problem. You're just going to be telling them, and the more you talk about it, the more problems come your way. But if something about when you go to God and tell him about your problem, he'll take care of it. Come unto me, all ye that are labor. Labor again means to toil, to struggle, hard working, mentally or physically. It's, it's a, come unto me, all ye that are labor and are heavy laden. You're already struggling, mentally stressed out. And then laden means uh, uh, heavy loads too. They are similar. Uh, laden, uh, labor and laden is similar. About to pretty much the same thing. Laden means heavy loaded or weighed down, burdened, trouble. Both of those. The Lord said, come to me when you feel like that. Yeah. Amen. Some, most of the time people don't. They just carry that load and carry that load and carry that load and carry that load to about weighs them out. Some people wait, you know, it's good when you start feeling heavy, when you start feeling strained, when you start feeling stressed, it's good to get it off of you right then yeah. through prayer. But if you sit there and just, just deal with that, just deal with it, deal with it, the weights of it's going to get heavier and heavier and heavier and heavier. It says, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. God is saying, 
connect with me, you know, like back in the day, well, even today, they uh, hook animals up together, connect them up together with a yoke around it to keep them together, to even make sure the weight is even. Amen. But God wants us to connect with him. I would say he wants us to submit ourselves to God, connect with him, and he and, and do it, uh, learn his way. Amen. So I say, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. In other words, when you learn it, it takes time to learn of God. Amen. It's take my yoke upon you and learn of me. In other words, when you're learning, you're gaining knowledge and wisdom and understanding. And you can't gain knowledge, wisdom, and understanding if you don't study the word of God. If you don't get into the word of God. If you don't listen to the word of God. Most time we're listening to some everything else. We're on our phones all day. We're texting. We're talking here and there in conversations on our phone. We're doing a lot. We around a lot of conversations. We don't. We give God little or no time. We don't listen to the word of God in our ear gate. We listen to everything else blasting in our ear. We don't hear. We don't listen to what God is saying. We don't get in our word. We wait till we go to church and try to get it all in. That's why we don't have deliverance in our life. You have deliverance in your life if you walk in deliverance. You have to walk in deliverance to keep deliverance. You can't come to church and get, get it all off of you. And then if you're not, if it's not broken all the way down, it's not off of you anyway. You're just getting a touch. You need to walk in deliverance. You walk in deliverance, that means you have a prayer life. That means you get in your word all the time, not some of the time. That means you fast when God put it on your heart to fast. That means you, amen, keep yourself into the things of God and you walk in deliverance like that. You don't do it like that, you will not be able to walk in deliverance. And nobody can come and just do a miracle and set you free. Your soul has to be set free. It's the soul of you has to be set free. <laughs> I was telling, saying something to somebody. Uh, uh, I don't know if I'm saying it to them, but I was just talking to the Lord. The people that's going in and out, in and out, like a revolving door. One minute they're with God, the next minute they're not with God. This is not the time to play with play games like that. You get out, you won't be able to get back in. I mean, the Bible said if the, if the righteous scarcely make it. If the righteous is trying to live right, if they're barely getting in here, they barely, scarcely meet barely. Where will the ungodly going to dwell? How is somebody going to be going back and forth, back and forth? You're going to try to get back and you ain't going to get back. And, and I'm a fair believer, and I tell, say it all the time, people get back in buildings, but they don't get back in their soul. If you keep going in and out, in and out, in and out, you don't know if you're coming or going. And something's wrong when you can't stay connected. Something's wrong with that picture. You go in and out, in and out, in and out. You, you can get back in the chairs, in the building, but getting back in your soul takes work. It takes a lot of work. How somebody is walking with God for a period of time over here, they and they soul, then you bouncing back and forth. You, how you think you're going to jump back and get in your soul, get where you need to get in in God? It takes time to learn God's way. It takes time to serve the Lord. You can't do it overnight. You can look, and look at your own life. You don't look at nobody else. Like Look at your own life and, and see how long it took you to get where you are today. And, and you can take one little, one little thing or anything and mess up. Mess up all of that. 
And that's what I tell myself. I'm not going to let nobody mess me up. And I'm not going to, if I'm not going to mess myself up, I'm not going to let you, 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 nobody mess me up. If God's saying I'm coming up for me to come up higher, I got to follow God. Amen. Somebody give God a praise. Amen. It said, coming to me all that labor. And we don't do that enough. The Lord said, cast all your cares on me. We don't do that enough. You know why we don't do a lot of stuff a lot? Because we don't listen. We don't, we're not attended. We don't have the word going in our ear gate on the regular. We don't have prayer like we need to have in our life. Now, if this doesn't apply, it doesn't apply. But if it doesn't, if it does apply, take something do, take and do something with it. You don't, you don't pray here and there. You, it's, a, it's a prayer life. A prayer life is like I develop a prayer life. That's a part of me. I don't do it when I come to church on Wednesday or Sunday or here and there. That means I learn to do it all the time. That's a prayer life. A prayer life will lead you to other things in God. No prayer life. How God going to lead you to other things? There's no connection like it needs to be. We're connected with so many other things. We we feel like we don't have time to pray. Uh, the more things you have to do, it's a better. You better take more time to pray. If you gonna feel like you about to lose your mind because you're gonna be overburdened. You're gonna be heavy laden and heavy. Uh, like I'm just reading here. You gonna he said, "Come unto me, all you that labor and heavy laden, and I will give you." A, you're gonna be stressed out because you're doing all these things in your own mind, your own intellect. Some of those things, you, God may say, you don't even have to do that. Just do it this way. Do that. We don't. We don't connect with him enough to, to know. This is the, the uh, This message is called in God's school. It's in God's school, not in Pastor Thomas' school, nobody's school. It's in God's school. He's a good teacher. If he, if you, if you take uh, listen to him while he's talking to you and what he's showing you, think he's the best teacher you can ever have. Because he's a te- he's a teacher that will let you keep taking that same test till you pass it. And take, keep take, let me take that same test till I passed it. When I keep going something over and over and over, I don't start pointing that, oh, the devil, it's the people, it's this. We're so quick to say, it's the people, it's them, it's that. You keep going over the same test, it's you. <laughs> it's you, God, trying to show you. <laughs> this is, you're not doing it right. You need to get it. And sometimes, I talk to the Lord back, I, sometimes I just, I come out and just say it. I say, Lord, I, get, I got it. I get, I, I say, I hear you, Lord. I might not like it, but I said, Lord, I hear you. Because I'm, I'm really tired of taking this test, but I'm going to keep taking this test. It's not that he's trying to be cruel to us, but he'll have to keep letting you till you learn it. See, if somebody, I can, I can tell you, somebody can preach it to you, you somebody can talk it to you, you're not going to learn it that way. You're just hearing it. You have to learn it by going through it. A lot of times we want shortcuts. Just tell me how, what to do. Tell me what to do. Oh, I got that. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And you going about your way, ain't nothing coming. You don't see none of that. But when you least suspect it, God bring that test there. And you're like, oh, I don't know what to do. You forgot. It's coming back. Because God's going to make sure you get it. And I'd rather for him to make sure I get something than to give me something that I'm not really ready for. Amen. You want to go, Lord, I want a brand new house. And you can't clean the little house. Lord, I want this and that over here. And you can't do that. Well, when you get over there, you're going to end up losing all that. <laughs> Lord, I want a husband or wife. And you can't even handle your own personality. How are you going to handle somebody else's personality? You're going to lose something. I've learned if, if it's not happening, it's got to be from ready to read. No matter what I think, 
God knows best. He knows the best way, best way for me. Amen. A lot of times we look at other people, well, they got this, they got that. You don't know what they're going through. You don't know. They may be ready than you are. Amen. Amen. So the Lord telling us, he said, when you get heavy laden, when you get stressed out, don't wait till you stress out. When you feel any kind of, amen, labor, labor means struggle. I'm struggling, God, with this. I'm, I, whatever it is, Lord, I'm, I can't handle it. Lord. I'm struggling. This is rough on me, Lord. God, help me. Most times when we say this is rough on me, we think it's the other people and other things, but it's something in us, too. It's not just other people's fault. something in you, too. Amen. Lord, I'm struggling. Yeah, because you keep trying to do it your way. So we just keep struggling with it. And it's struggling. It's hard. It's toiling. We're toiling when we lay down at nighttime. We're toiling when we wake up in the morning. This thing is just rubbing us all kind of ways. It said, it said, come unto me when you feel like that. And it said, when you feel like you labor and you're laden, laden means you're overloading, you're burdened down, and you're just, amen, weighed down and burdened and trouble. And I would just say stress. Amen. And it says, come unto me, I will labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Don't that sound good? But now we say, Lord, I don't want no rest. I'll just take handle this myself. <laughs> Tell somebody, y'all, get back with them. Get they mad with you, you get back mad with them. Get indifferent. Get all kind of ways. You're not in no rest. Rest means ease. How many of you like the first word, ease? Must don't know what it means. How many of you like the first word, ease? It means to relax. Rest means ease, relax, tranquility, peace, mental, and physical. If you ever walk in peace on a regular you don't want nothing to disturb you. But if you just use the H-E-L-L -L around you all the time and you bring it and people bring it around you, that's all you know. But when you begin to live in peace, you can't almost take nothing else but peace. That's what you want. And some, some people say, I want peace, but they go around all that other chaotic stuff or they bring it around them. You know somebody gonna upset you, you upset you, amen, you ain't gotta go out your comfort zone, they gonna come to your house and upset you all the time. Don't let them in. It's some things you can control. Don't do some stuff. You can't say you want peace, but you open your up and up your 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 heart and everything to all that upset. People get you on your nerves, amen. They troublemakers and stuff. Keep them away from you. You scared to say something to them? Say, God, keep them away from me. Keep that mess away. We say we want peace. We say we want joy. We say we want these things, but we welcome all this stuff because we want to be involved. God's not going to push it away from you when you welcome it to you. Amen? Amen. And say, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. It's a learning process. You can't learn of the Lord if you don't know his attributes. You don't know his ways. You have to read the word of God to know what he's like. Amen? You have to, he said, uh, you, you have to get to know who you serve and what his characteristics is like. You can't be like somebody. You don't know what they're like. In that next verse it says. Take my yoke upon you. In other words. Connect with me. Take my way upon you. And learn of me. 
So that means you're not going to get it overnight. You got to learn some things about the Lord. And you're not going to learn it because somebody talking to you. You hear it over and over. You will have to experience some things. And God will teach you. He will let you, allow you to go through something. And you might handle it this way one minute. And that might not be the best way. Then you handle it that way. Then you, after a while you get to learning like, oh, this is the best way that you learn of God. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. And he said, Here's, he said this is some of my characteristics right here. He said, I'm meek and lowly in heart. God would say, when somebody said, uh, God said he's meek, he said, in other words, I'm gentle. I'm not a harsh God. I'm gentle, I'm kind, I'm humble, I'm gentle. You can, in other words, you can learn from me. I won't reprimand you, I'll teach you. He, he, we arguing and fussing. That's not God's way. That's not how God is. He said, learn of me. In other words, he's saying, being swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. That's my way. That's not our way. That's not my way. That's God's way. And we learn to be like him. If we submit ourselves unto him, if you don't sit to submit yourself a ways unto God, you cannot be like him. He said, commit your way unto me. He said, I will bring it to pass. In other words, submit your idea. When you submit your way, that means you submitting the way you think it should go. That means you submitting your all in all. Lord, this is you doing it. I don't know. I might be wrong. Do it. Show me a better way. This is your way. You submitting your all in all to God. He can't, he can't work with you if you don't have a submissive spirit. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. When you, say, you tell somebody to learn, you tell your children, I want you to learn, get what you need to get in school. Well, what you mean, you mean for them to pay attention to the teacher and, and don't be throwing pencils and throwing candy and talking stuff. You want them to pay attention to what the teacher is saying and take all the notes they can take and study and so they can pass that test. In the same way God wants you to do, to learn of him. To learn of me. Amen. He said, take my yoke up on you and learn of me. He said, I'm meek and lowly in heart. He said, that's the way my heart is. My heart is kind. My heart is passionate. My heart is meek and gentle. And I have love in my heart. That's the kind of heart I have. So in other words, that's the kind of heart I have. So this kind of heart I want you to have. Amen. And, say, and said, if you, if you do that, he said, then you should find rest for your souls. You're not going to be toiling all night long. People lay down in their beds, they're toiling all night long in their soul. See, your soul is your mind, will, and emotion. That's the real part of you. You're laying down to sleep, but you're just tossing up. You can't really rest. Come, you got a lot of anxiety, a lot of cares going on inside. But God said, come unto me all that are labor and laden and heavy laden. I will give you rest. God wants us to rest and be in peace and don't be tossing and turning in our souls and minds. We all have, I'm not, we all be tried with that. But when you feel yourself going through that, you hurry up and get to God and ask him to release you from that. And you have to do what he said to stay free from it and get free from it. If you want to ask God, guys, Lord, get this off me, but you invite trouble over to you, it's not leaving you. It's going to stay right there. You want a whole bunch of uh, friends and company around you, you're going to have a whole lot of trouble around you. If they cause you trouble, you can't say, God, free me for them. Maybe you want all them people around you. Amen? There's just some things you got to, if you want peace, some things you got to sacrifice to keep that peace. So you can have peace for a minute, but peace will go straight out the window with certain people coming around and certain things coming around you that upset you. 
if you don't have some kind of control. Now, if you can't control some things and maybe you can't move people out of the way, you can, God can still give you peace. He knows how to give you peace. Here you can be around a whole lot of turmoil, but amen, you'll be in peace. You'll be sitting there looking out your window at them. Amen. God's a peaceful God and you ain't got to say nothing. You'll be saying to yourself, better you than me. <laughs> you want to, you, somebody want to do something stupid in a silly way, let them do it. They say, it ain't me. And Lord, keep that mess from me. That's all my, that's my prayer. Time. Keep that. See somebody crazy, keep that mess from me, Lord. I'm serious about it. I don't go out of my way to get in trouble, getting people problems and getting people business and, and, and have myself all worked up and everything so I can be stressed out. You can be stressed out so much about other people's problems. You, when you have a problem, you don't have nobody help you. Most times you don't have nobody help you in your problem. You're going to stress out about other people's problems. That's crazy. If I can't help myself, I'm not going to go get stressed out about your problem. Amen. Somebody give God a praise. Amen. And it said, take my yoke. It said, for I'm meek and lowly in heart, verse 29, and you should find rest for your souls. Amen. Rest is so good to have. I'm, as I get older and I'm learning God's way, I just love rest. Anybody know what rest is? Lift your hand if you agree with me. Rest. Rest means, do rest means that there's no trouble in your life? No. Does rest mean there's no trouble around you? No. But this rest is on the inside of you. It's like trouble might be all around me, but I'm at peace and rest. And sometimes the devil don't like when you're in peace and rest. He's trying to come get you out of that rest. Especially around with people, amen, that don't have rest. They don't want to see you resting. Birds of a feather flock together. Amen. You got turmoil, turmoil. Every time I look up, you got a bunch of turmoil in your life. I see you. I don't want to be. I want to see you coming. Because I'm, I'm trying to stay in peace. Don't you know it's work? It's work. It takes a lot of work to stay in peace. When you get there, you have to learn to stay there. Peace and rest goes together. If you have rest, you got peace. If you got peace, you got rest. You don't have no rest, you don't have no peace. You don't have no peace, you don't have no rest. They go together. Amen. And I'm so glad that the Lord, you can have turmoil in your life going chaotic. Maybe it don't have to be somebody uh, always bothering you or nothing. You can just have mental turmoil. You got a lot of strain, a lot of cares, a lot of worry. It can just be going like you feel like oh, my, I'm about to lose my mind. But the Lord, amen, if you call out to him, he'll speak peace to that storm. He's the only one that can calm a storm down. It's calm a storm in your life. Amen. Amen. It says... The 30th verse says, for my yoke is easy. God said, my yoke is easy. I don't have a heavy burden, stressed out yoke. I don't have that. I don't have nothing. To, God don't have nothing to, that you go through, put you on like this. I'm so stressed out. I don't know what to do. God don't put bad burdens like that on his people. The devil does. And we pick up stuff to put burdens on ourselves. God said, my yoke is easy. My yoke is easy. It said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Somebody said, well, I don't, all this I'm going to, maybe you don't have the Lord's yoke on you. You have the yoke of stress and other things on you. But he said, my yoke is easy. He said, my way, what I put on you, is light. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. So if you overstrain and overstress, you got the devil yoke on or you got your own yoke on. You ain't got God's yoke on. 
Because his yoke is, he said, my, burden, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Why would God put a big strain on you? A lot of times people think, Lord, this got me carrying this burden. No, you carrying the burden. God didn't put that burden. He already died on the cross. He died on the cross for your sins and my sins. He took the, the punishment for us all. Oh, you ain't died on no cross. So you don't have a heavy burden. He took, he took your load. He took my load. So when the devil had put all the loads on you, you got to sit, throw that off. You can't just say, I just throw it off. You say, throw it off in the name of Jesus. He pray, pray, it, pray it off for you. You got what you come to church to pray it off either. You get somewhere to pray that off for you. Learn how to pray things off yourself. But my yoke is easy and my burden is light. He said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. You don't feel no strain, no pressure with the God's way up on you. Reason because his way is the best way. When you do things your way, you're going to struggle with it. You will say, I got all this to do. I got all that to do. But you need to find out a more perfect way to ask God to show you how to do it. I do. If I got several things to do and they have to be done at some time anymore, I've learned, don't crown myself like that. But if I have, I've learned that, like, Lord, just leave me. Whatever I need to do today, let me do it. Whatever I don't need to do, just let me do it. I don't keep pressing and pressing until I get it all done. I'm about to follow up, get up the next day and do the same thing. I don't do that. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be able to, to do that. The older I get, I wouldn't be, that would be very stressful. It would be too strange. Strained. I used to do do that. I didn't know no better. Just keep going till you just till you I get <sighs> every time you look sometimes if you look at somebody they're always talking about oh, oh, all the time they need to go to learn how to rest in God. You need to go ask God, show me a better way. It's gotta be a better way than this. Because you keep going like that, your your body ain't gonna hold gonna be able to hold up so long. Your mind either. Come unto me, all that are labored, heavy laden, I will give you rest. Because some things God will tell you, you don't have to do those right now. God may say, you haven't prayed today. You need to pray and talk to me. And you be like, oh, yeah, you know, I ain't prayed in two or three weeks. Uh, we hope not. I ain't prayed in, God prayed in, in oh, my, my God, it's been almost a week, I ain't prayed. That's your answer. That's why you all yoked down, shackled down. Or even if you get God a little Mimi prayers and two minutes prayer, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, bye, bye. That is, you need to do better than that, too. Get a hold of God. Amen. And in the book of Proverbs, book of Proverbs, if it's helping anybody here tonight, just say amen. Amen. The Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 5, it says, Trust in the Lord with all thy heart, and lean not into thy own understanding. In other words, depend upon God when you're talking to him, communicating with him, asking of him, trusting him that he would answer your prayer. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart. Trust in the Lord not with some of your heart. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Believe him all the way that he, don't believe, uh, I'm talking to the Lord, but I don't know if he's going to do it or not. You have you in doubt, unbelief. You're not going to get nothing from the Lord. We talked about that Sunday. When you come to God, you must believe that he is. I save you a lot of time. The people have elaborated on that throughout the year. They just read that scripture. But you tell people just like it is. If they listen, they'll pick it up and say, oh, I got to start believing God instead of asking. Asking him only. Asking him to do stuff only, but don't believe. You see nothing. Amen. He does not like he don't want to give it to you, but he said he, he, you can't please God without Faith, because he know he gave you faith. He know he gave me faith, and he wants you to learn to use your faith, exercise your faith. Amen. Trust in the Lord with all, 
thy heart and lean not to thy own understanding. God is saying, trust in me with all your whole heart. In other words, don't be trying to figure out your problem. If you, if you had the solution to your problem from the beginning, you didn't really need to go to God for that. Maybe something else, you could fix that. Amen. But things that you cannot do anything about, you don't know how to work with, give it to the Lord. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. The devil going to keep coming back all the time and say, well, this is not going to change. You're going through this, this. Are you dealing with this? Ain't you tired of dealing with this? You got to rebuke the devil, and I have to rebuke the devil. Amen. Learn to rebuke the devil and say, I'm trusting God. God's going to fix it. And I always, I always throw this at the end. Now, Lord, if it's something that I can do to help myself in this, please show me what it is. Because sometimes we want God, we just say, I'm trusting in the Lord, trusting in the Lord, trusting, that's what I'm doing, trusting in the Lord. And God might tell you to move that trash can over there. Just, I'm just saying, he could tell you, you just, I want you to make a phone call. I want you to do this. He want, you need to ask him, if there's anything I can do with my situation. Even when it comes to our health. If we, our health is all blown out of, out of whack. And we know that we've eaten 20, 20 donuts. Nobody's eating that many donuts. That's a bad example. And some of you know you eating real, all this stuff you shouldn't be eating. But you say, Lord, heal me. Let my blood pressure be right. Let my sugar be right. Let everything be right. But you know you're not doing you know, exercise. You ain't doing none of that. Then it might be you need you may need some things you need to think. Well, Lord, you know, if it's something I need to do better, please help me. Up all night, I'm getting no rest. Lord, what am I doing? Lord, what, show me, help me to do if there's anything I can do about this. If there's some things we cannot do, some things we cannot do anything about. Now, don't sit there and make your list while, you, while I'm thinking, say, well, I can't do anything about that. It might be. You might can do something about that. Did you ask God about it? There's some things you cannot, you can't do of your own. There's some things you cannot do. Some things you know that if, if God don't do something about it, it won't be nothing done about it. But you got to trust him that he would change it. Amen? But there's some things you can do. If you can get up in the morning and go, amen, and fix, your, uh, fix you something, you can do. There's some things, I'm just saying, there's some things you actually can do yourself. You can make a phone call if you need to make an important phone call. You can go to bed if you need to go to bed. There's some things you can do. But if there's things you cannot do out of your control, you need to trust the Lord. Ask him. Make your prayer request known to him and trust him. Because some things you can look and see, I can't do nothing about this. And you just have to wait on him and trust the Lord. Now, if you got yourself into something, amen, you might have to wait. You're going to, oh, we have to wait anyway. You just got to wait till God fix it. It ain't going to snap, crackle, pop all out, out at once. Got to trust in the Lord with your whole heart and mind. And lean not. Lord said, why are you trusting me? Don't lean. That means like, I'm, I think, uh, think about it maybe this way. Uh, maybe think maybe this way. It's like back and forth. I'm trying to figure it out. You trust, you say you trust the Lord, but you're trying to figure it all out yourself. Trusting the Lord with all that heart? I would say, Lord, direct me if I need to go make a phone call for this something matters very important, or do I need to do this? That's how I pray to the Lord. And I'm not going to say, Lord, this right then there give you every answer. Sometimes it won't uh, uh, come because I was even contemplating on Bible class tonight, and I was thinking of when I came in yesterday, I was thinking like, well, I probably won't be having Bible class tomorrow. Then I said, well, Lord, this I just think I'm not. It's not good good to do things when you're real tired anyway. 
make decisions when you're real tired. Don't, that's not always good to do. So it's like you think, well, and then it's like, well, I'll just wait, and I'm going to see what the Lord has to say. So I'm here tonight. Amen. Sometimes you think, well, Lord, I need a rest. I need a tired of this. But the Lord knows. Amen. And he, would, you, you, you don't want Selena to. I don't understand you. And that, like I said, sometimes the answer don't come right then. It might come the next day or later on if you don't run ahead of God. Some people do stay, ask God for something. They say, I, I, I prayed and talked talk to the Lord. But they didn't get no answer from God. They feel like because I talked to the Lord, he gave me an answer. He don't always give you an answer. You have to wait for an answer time. People that say that so they won't feel like they didn't leave God out, but you did still didn't, didn't, didn't wait for an answer. You made a knowledge, but you didn't wait for an answer. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not to thy own understanding. In all of thy ways, it said, in some of thy ways, in all of thy ways, acknowledge him. Amen. To acknowledge someone is to acknowledge, amen, to, uh, that they are there. In other words, to recognize it's like, I'm going to see what God has to say about this before I just go on and do it. I recognize. I'm like, I'm going to walk up there. I'm going to walk up to, to Deacon Coleman, just walk up there and just do, say whatever I want me to say and do what I'm going to do. I need to ask him, uh, are you going to be busy? Can, can I talk to you? I mean, you don't just, just do it the way you do. Ask. Recognize that I need to go to him and and first knowledge that that's Deacon Coleman right there, let me, you know, my approach to him. I'm going to recognize him to honor, to ask a question. We go to God that way. We don't just do things. A lot of people do things and then they go to God after they do it. You, you, so what, if you go to God and do stuff before you acknowledge him, then you got yourself into something. And so you got to wait. Not saying he won't help you, but you might have to wait to stew that out a little bit. Because you have to learn a lesson. Don't do it like that. So he, when he'll let you go through something, you get yourself in something, you gotta, you gotta, uh, he got to teach you through that. So you, you might not come out of it as quick as you would like to come out of it. Amen? In all that ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct that path. In other words, to, to direct means to, he's going to point you in the right direction. He's going to lead you and guide you in the right direction in his time. If you run ahead of him, you would not be led in the right direction. But if you, if you, if you, he would direct your path if you acknowledge him. You'll just find yourself doing things this way or that way. You won't do it. You, he'll guide you. He makes your, your labor's light because you ain't got to try to figure it out. You, just, you feel like I already asked God, so he'll show me which, which way to do it. And you fall right into it. Amen. He would, he would direct your path. And it says in verse 7, it says, Be not wise in thy own eyes. Don't be wise and in your own wisdom. Don't have the, your wisdom and do it the way you are. I know how to do this. I do, but, uh, but the wisdom of God, not your wisdom. Be not wise in, their, in thy own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. In other words, we reference God, that type of fear that he's saying. He's not saying fear God in a way like, oh, I'm fearful of you, God, you're going to do this. It's like reference, a reference fear, a respect. I respect God, I honor God that to the point that I'm, I'm walking in the fear of God. I reference him, I honor him. That's the type of fear he's talking about. Not be afraid that God's going to do this and that to you. I respect him, I reference him because he's God, so I'm going to honor him. And see what he has to say. It said, be wise in thy own eyes and fear the Lord and depart from evil. 
And it says in verse 8, it said, It shall be help to thy navel and moral to thy bones. It'll bring you health on the inside of your soul. That your navel and, and your amen and your morals, that's the very in core, your core on the inside of you, the core of you. You have peace, you have health. For the Lord said, above all things, he wished that we prosper, be in health as our soul prosper. God wants you to be healthy, have a healthy mind, a healthy body, healthy spirit. He wants you to not just be uh, praising him with a broke down body. He don't want you to be praising him when you're stressed out in your mind. He wants all a part of you and all part of me to be healthy. But you have to learn how to apply God's word to yourself that to bring that about. Amen. Somebody give God a praise. He's saying, I would direct your path. In other words, I would direct your way. He, got, he has a way. Amen. The Bible said, there's a way to seem it right to a man. But the end of us is death. We got many routes we can take through situations in life. But God got the perfect route, uh, route for you. Especially when you don't know which way to go. Amen. So we thank the Lord. We're done. Amen. The title of this message again, message again is In God's School. In God's School. Amen. Amen. I'm going to encourage you all to. Amen. Give the, if, uh, if you're not listening to the broadcast yourself, give it out to other people. Amen. Guys, give us great words.